You are listening to Circle of Hope's Sunday Meeting Podcast. This talk was given at 35 West Shelton Avenue. For more information, visit us at circleofhope.church. All right. I have just a few thoughts that I want to share with you. Um, We have been reading along with the narrative lectionary, and the text for this Sunday is Matthew 6. Uh, Matthew 6 includes the Lord's Prayer. We're not a church community that says the Lord's Prayer um, together very often. Some communities recite it together every Sunday. Uh, Can we just pray it together here at the start? I have put um, the King James Version up for us um, because I think those who have memorized it are often familiar with that version, but there are lots of versions, um, translations of this prayer. So let's read it together here. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. I had a phone call this week. Um, That was my daily bread, so to speak. It filled me up. It was with my friend Ange, who lives in Canada, and I don't get to talk to her very often. Um, I say it was my daily bread, but I don't think that Jesus was being metaphorical when he taught us to pray for our daily bread. These words, give us this day our daily bread, uh, recalls God's actual provision of food, of manna from heaven for the Israelites as they journeyed through the wilderness to the promised land. As they gathered that manna, it would spoil if they gathered more than they needed for each day. So they literally gathered bread from heaven each day. Except for the day before the Sabbath, they were allowed to collect enough for that day and the following day so that they could have a day of rest. And only on that day it would not spoil. What my friend gave to me in this conversation that we had um, filled me with hope and truth for that day and the next. she, she's working with survivors of clergy sexual abuse, and she just got back from a week-long conference with survivors, which you might think would be exhausting and heavy, but she was so full of joy and hope. Her voice was literally hoarse, and I said, are, are you sick? And she was like, no, my voice is hoarse from laughing so hard. She said, I found my people, the team that she's working with, the survivors she's getting to know. 
fill her up. She said, my life is so full. She is doing the work that God has given her to do. And she said to me, she said, Julie, the tools of the empire don't build the kingdom of God. And working to change the empire is exhausting. It's like tearing down concrete and glass and stone with your bare hands. God's kingdom comes in a whole different way. It's like planting a garden or tending to what is growing. It's not coercive. It is not driven by transactional equations. It doesn't convince or argue. It doesn't even try to transform the empire. God's kingdom, the kingdom of heaven, is upside down from all of that. She and I have never actually met in person, and she forgot that I, how much I love gardening. So when I reminded her, she laughed out loud, because she didn't realize how much she was speaking my language, literally. But I think she is speaking Jesus' language. He uses so many metaphors from uh, the natural world. Ange has spent years trying to change the ways of empire thinking and operating that existed in church spaces, but could only use the tools that were given to her in those spaces. She said it was like uh, only being able to use one arm. And when she finally stopped all of that, she said, I can use all of me now. Her joy and her conviction were palpable. Uh, her spiritual liberation impacts every aspect of her life. Her relationship to herself, her body, her money, time, energy, commitment. The good news of the gospel really is good news. She said, things possess me less. I feel more freedom to be myself and to live into the fullness of life. And she faces plenty of critique and resistance and gaslighting, but she said the trade-off for living freely far outweighs the trouble. She talked about being, I'm, I'm sharing this too with consent from her, by the way. Um, she talked about being so compliance-trained that she just kept going. And as we were talking, she turned her water bottle around to show me the sticker that was on it, and it said, stop trying to sit at tables that Jesus flipped. She said to me, I realize now I was made for liberation. The gospel is so much more expansive and holistic than I know, or than I knew. So in that conversation, her words, her stories, uh, what she is learning in her own life, it resonated for me. It may or may not make much sense right now as I'm sharing it with you here. Um, but for me, over the past few years in Circle of Hope, supported by leaders among us like Ra and Johnny and Bethany and Iboro and Jasmine and others, uh, 
who have helped me develop eyes to see the ways in which I have participated in and perpetuated patterns that are not only harming others, but harming me. I'm, I'm ready for liberation. I want to live a gospel that is so much more expansive and holistic than trying to reform the old ways, the old tools, the old structures. I think there's so much evidence in the world um, that that doesn't work anyway. We see it in the news, the evils of racism and capitalism and militarism persist. They continue to produce the same results. Police shot and killed protester Tortuguita in Atlanta over the proposed construction of a $90 million militarized police training compound called Cop City. Have you heard about this? They're proposing to build this Cop City to train police on military tactics in urban settings. And there have been um, ongoing, long-term efforts to resist this. Their plan would tear down miles of forest, um, forest land to build it. And Tortuguita was one of the protesters who was um, just recently shot and killed. Police also beat and killed Tyree Nichols after a traffic stop. And just this week, the footage of that body cam uh, were, was released and spread all over. I didn't watch it. I don't need to. The policing and the killing of black and brown bodies persists. We know this. It has taken different forms since lynchings, but there is evidence over and over to see the patterns of empire that persist. My friend was telling me uh, the forces of empire don't transform. They morph and adapt to take other forms, but they persist in the same patterns with the same results. The systems are set up to be self-perpetuating. Activist and author Dante Stewart wrote on social media yesterday, when we are faced with so much inhumanity, we need an alternative imagination that accepts our humanity, fights for it, embraces it, and reminds us again that life is not just about resisting all of this. It is about living. It's about creating something different, something better. When Jesus taught his disciples and the crowds to pray, it's not just about imagining something different and better, but about living it into existence. The Lord's Prayer is part of a whole sermon that Jesus gave to teach the ethics and the heart of the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven, which are upside down from the ways of the empire. And to live this way is to live in contrast to those systems that coerce and exploit and control. And Jesus said, you will be blessed. 
This is the way of the kingdom. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. And on it goes. We talked about those last week at length together. And as we said last week, Jesus was speaking to a you that is collective, to the plural you. It's a communal reality, the kingdom of heaven. And the Lord's Prayer uh, continues in the communal. It begins, our Father. Holy is your name. The posture of this prayer is for a group of people who find themselves and find our place before God that is humble. We begin by humbling ourselves. To be remade into the ways of the kingdom, we must humble ourselves collectively before God to see ourselves accurately. We can't bring all the old things along with us. Jesus teaches in many different ways um, how to follow him has a cost. And this act of prayer, the Lord's prayer, is a humbling coming before God and God's holiness calling out, asking, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. It's about trusting God to provide for our basic needs, not hoarding for ourselves or storing it up, but not building an empire of our own, but operating out of the basic trust in the provision of God for each day. The reality of this is lived in community, not in individualism. Forgive us our debts as we also forgive our debtors. This collective prayer for mercy and forgiveness. We can only give what we have received. This is about owning our need for grace and forgiveness in order to offer it to others. It also has economic implications that I won't get into right now. Um, Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Rescue us from the evil one. Draw us from the behaviors and thoughts that are damaging to us and others. The empire gives it to us. It is the air that we breathe. Our whole society is set up with values that are contrary to the ways of the kingdom of heaven. This prayer is to draw us from the violent ways of relating and operating that hurt one another, to ask, teach us a new way, for yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. I want to invite you to respond to what I've just said so that we can talk about this together. Um, I'm wondering how you relate to it or not. Uh, I want to invite us to consider where has the gospel been brought freedom and been good news? Or where have we fallen short of living this good news?
It is a reality that is lived out communally. So let's, let's take some time to talk about that together. But before we do, let's just have a few moments of silence. It might help you to um, just be still and notice what, what rises to the top, what, um, what's staying with you, what questions do you have, and then we'll have time to talk. Thanks for listening to Circle of Hope's Sunday Meeting Podcast. If you want to talk about it or get connected, visit circleofhope.church. You can also find us on Instagram or Facebook at circleofhopenet.